When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Goodbye, bench press. Adios, squat rack. Fare thee well, kettlebell. Hey, Kellen, need a spot? No, Jake from State Farm. I'm just saying goodbye to my pricey gym membership. What? Don't give up what you love. State Farm has options like insuring your home and ride with great rates on both. Nice. Hey, can I buy you a protein shake or a granola bar? Or... For surprisingly great rates, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. Experience an epic summer at Busch Gardens Williamsburg with world-class rides, shows, exciting animal encounters, and all-new thrills on Pantheon, the world's fastest multi-launch coaster. Come early and stay late during summer celebration. Now through August 14th, see the stars of America's Got Talent, live concerts, and fireworks every weekend. There's always more to do at the world's most beautiful theme park, Busch Gardens Williamsburg. Save up to 50% on tickets, fun cards, and memberships during our 4th of July sale. Restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome back to the show. Anthony here. I'm going to be doing a mini review of Paddington 2. Now I had been aware of the Paddington franchise, but I'm always a little behind on children's and family movies. I, if you know me from listening to the podcast, I tend to love dark movies and weird foreign films. So I'm always a little late to the game, even in like Pixar movies and Disney movies. I'm always watching those a couple of years or so after they come out. And I had been aware of Paddington, uh, the first film. Uh, both films were written and directed by Paul King, who's actually directing the upcoming Wonka film uh, starring Timothy Chalamet as Willy Wonka. So um, that should be a, a great film. Can't wait to see some footage from that. But I, I had been aware of these movies, and especially the second one, it was a little on my radar because of the reviews it got. It, it, at the time, it was the most successfully rated film on Rotten Tomatoes because it had like a 100% tomato rating with like over 200 reviews from critics which is unheard of i mean if you have that many reviews added into the the rating there's bound to be a couple of you not know, rotten reviews and a few that aren't just subpar but i was curious because across the board it was universally loved by critics and also by audiences because it has a 78 a 7.8 imdb score and the Rotten Tomato score is 99. I don't know who came up with the Rotten Review, but I just honestly, I don't see how you can be anything but full of joy after watching this film. And so I was, I was still curious about this film, and I had just watched a bunch of pretty grim movies back to back to back over like the past week. I don't know if I saw it on social media or, or on like a, a movie streaming app, but I saw Paddington 2. And I was like, I'm going to watch Paddington. Let's just watch something a little light tonight. And I put the film on. And right from the get-go, within two minutes, I was so hooked. Uh, It's so charming, funny, endearing. It has a lot of great depth for family and relationships and a lot of character. And it it was just so much fun. And the closest thing it it reminded me of was Wes Anderson's Grand Budapest Hotel. And you can tell that because I watched... I watched a summary of the first one, 
the first Paddington, and then the second one, it looks like they changed gears and really took a lot of inspiration from Wes Anderson in terms of the filmmaking, production design, uh, the, the joke writing, the comedic storytelling. But I think um, most notably from Grand Budapest, especially when you look at, you know, like the prison outfits, the Paddington going to prison just like Ray Fiennes' character does in Grand Budapest, the whimsical nature of the comedy, the fantastical approach to the filmmaking, like the sequence where Paddington um, imagines showing his aunt the city of London uh, through that pop-up book, and then London is is shown as like this giant uh, world built of paper from within the book. I thought that was a really terrific sequence. But all in all, this film really surprised me, and now I can see why it has so many great reviews, why it's so beloved by people and critics alike. And it was it's for children's movies. I wish movies like this were as successful as like a Pixar movie because this film, um, it was successful, but it only grossed two hundred twenty eight million dollars worldwide. Um, I mean, compared to a Pixar movies, those always gross close to a billion, and so it doesn't have quite the range as animated films. But I just really love it. Uh, this film so much. I think it's one of my favorite children's family movies of all time, and it has a terrific cast. Uh, Hugh Bonneville, Sally Hawkins, Brendan Gleeson, Julie Waters, Jim Broadbent, Peter Capaldi, Hugh Grant, and Ben Whishaw as the voice of Paddington. So, you know, Roy, UK um, acting royalty in this film. Um, Dario Marianelli, one of my favorite composers, he did the score. And it feels like, a, I, for when I was watching it, I thought it sounded like Alexandre Desplat, who's been doing the last several Wes Anderson movies. And it felt a lot like Budapest, but uh, I, I could tell it was Dario um, after a little bit. And he just did a, a really fantastic job with the music. But this film is so sensational, not just in, you know, the story. And it is very funny. It's very fanciful. It's just a really great, endearing comedic drama. But all, but the filmmaking is what really impressed me. Because like I said, they he obviously took inspiration from Wes Anderson's Grand Budapest. And the filmmaking is just high caliber really creative, really stunning cinematography. You know, for children's movies, you know, the cinematography and production is not really something that is really paid too much attention to. You know, generally, if you think about children's family movies, it's very simple lighting, very simple camera work. Um, generally, it's like the actors and the, the comedic actors are the highlight of the show. But in this film, the production design is excellent. The costuming is really terrific. Uh, and the way they tie in the costuming with the storyline is very funny, like how Paddington uh, accidentally dyes all of the prisoners' clothes pink with that one red sock, and so they all have they all end up wearing pink uh, striped jumpsuits, which is a lot of funny, which is a lot of fun. But I mean, the production design, like there's this great uh, musical number at the end, uh, all the sights of London. I mean, it, it, they just did a, a fantastic job and. The lighting is always top tier, and I was really taken by how creative it was visually for a children's movie, and it really struck me as compared to other films, really blew me away. And then Paddington, voiced by Ben Whishaw, he's like the most lovable character imaginable, and Ben Whishaw is perfect as the voice. You'd recognize him. He's been the Q in the modern James Bond films with Daniel Craig. He was also in Cloud Atlas, so he's just he's been a great rising star in the UK and he is perfect as Paddington like this innocent naive uh, young guy who just lives as as good a life as possible he, see, he sees the best in everybody and 
no matter what kind of situations and conflicts he gets himself into, he always manages to get out of it through his heart and through his sheer will. And also what I really love about this film, probably my favorite aspect, is um, the comedy uh, is definitely inspired by the silent film era of comedy like Charlie Chaplin and Buster Keaton. A lot of old school physical comedy like, you know, Paddington when he's <laughs> trying to wash the windows with the and he's setting up the ladder and he can't get the bucket to he can't pull the bucket up. So then he he like weighs himself down with a with a pot to bring the bucket down and then he lets go and then the bucket spills on top of him. Uh, like trying to grab the oranges in the kitchen of the prison and uh, all the bags fall on top of him. And then Brendan Gleeson's character, Knuckles, like removes one bag. He's like, what are you doing? And and also like a great gag is Brendan Gleeson because he's mad at him. He's just like, he he tells him to take the oranges one at a time. And so Paddington literally takes each orange across the room one by one as opposed to each bag of oranges. Super, super funny and very simple comedy. And I think that the comedy like that it's hard to pull off a joke that both adults and kids can laugh at. And I think that might be the strength of this film because every joke hit for me, every single joke. And I'm sure if I had watched this in a theater with a packed crowd, lots of kids in the audience, I'm sure all the kids would have been laughing as well because simple things like him um, touching that ball, that metal orb in the antique shop and you know the static electricity puffing up his entire fur, coat of fur. It's just super fun, cute little things like that really terrific and also like the stakes get are pretty serious and those conflicts are pretty great like Paddington gets arrested falsely arrested and he gets put in prison and it's like it's very sad it's it's tr- it's really dramatic you're like oh no Paddington Paddington's stuck there and the filmmakers desaturate the colors uh you can really feel what the character's feeling in the moment and it's he feel and it, it's tragic because he doesn't know if his family's going to forget about him because He's unaware of how much work they're doing investigating the the false uh, imprisonment of him, and so I think a lot of children's movies they're get, they're getting a lot better with adding real stakes and real dramatic conflicts into their films. And Paddington is a great example of that because when we were younger, the conflicts weren't as serious or grim or dire as they are in this movie. Because you know what's worse than being imprisoned for for a crime you didn't commit and it, having it be like this cute little beer? It's just like so sad, especially when you learn that the, the prison sentence is 10 years behind bars. You're like, oh, my God. Jeez, they better save him. So the stakes couldn't be higher to get Paddington out of the situation. But all in all, ultimately, like, it's this terrific cast of characters that band together to save Paddington from this great villain played by Hugh Grant, who plays Phoenix. And he's really funny. It's, it's one of my favorite Hugh Grant roles. Uh, he plays it very tongue-in-cheek. He's like uh, this guy with, like, split personality disorder who can't who, who his personalities are roles that he's p- played in the past as an actor on the stage and now he's like this mastermind criminal who's trying to find a treasure uh, in order to regain his his power in the acting world and his fame he's super funny and especially when they have him like dress up as a dog for his dog food commercials so i think even the villain is an excellent character in this film and i, I it's it's hard to pull off a great villain in a children's movie i think the the first Paddington with Nicole Kidman, she was pretty good, but I think that might have been a little too dark because she literally wanted to kill Paddington and, like, take his fur or something. So I think it, it was a little too much, whereas this one, um, he's he's much more fun, playful of a character, very coy and very entertaining. And it, it leads to this really terrific climax of um, a train, a race of trains with the family on a train trying to track down 
um, Paddington and the villain on another train, and then also Brendan Gleeson and the other prisoners who had escaped prison, track chasing them down with a plane. Really terrific uh, third act, and it was super entertaining, super funny. Also very dramatic, the part where um, Paddington inside the train um, cart uh, falls into the water, and it looks like he's about to drown because Sally Hawkins can't break him free, but then the, the prisoners help break him free, and he's he's rescued just in time. It was like, oh, my God, he's, like, about to drown. It ri- reminded me of uh, Toy Story th- 4 when they're, like, falling towards the flames in that, in that ending. I, I felt the same thing as then. And I just really loved this film it was so much fun so delightful so wonderful i think this is just a perfect family film doesn't matter what age you are you can enjoy this film take something away from it and laugh at it and i'm i'm not sure if they'll make a third one because they are like i said they aren't super successful and they do have pretty high budgets for all the cgi that's needed to make paddington come to life but i i hope they make a third one because they are just doing a terrific job and I give Paddington 2 a 10 out of 10 rating and highly recommend it. Thanks again for tuning into our show. We just released a full episode on Spike Lee yesterday, and we have a terrific set of episodes upcoming this week, including a very special guest for our Thursday episode. So t- stay tuned for that, and thank you for tuning in. Mama is treating me to breakfast. Yep, let me see your phone. Huh? Look here, I download this McDonald's app because when you buy any bagel sandwich like the steak, egg, and cheese bagel, you get one free. Wait, you just bought that on my phone. That's right. Now that you got McDonald's money, you could treat mama. <laughs> okay, ma, you got it. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Valid through 10 22 at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. App download and registration required.